was everything you wanted, just simply a human being. This isn't thoughts and prayers, we need change, and we need change now. Well, it's a range of emotions this morning as we learn more about the victims of Monday night's mass shooting at Michigan State University. The remembrance of those who lost their lives and the new calls for action on gun violence. Plus, Elon Musk already preparing to leave his current position at Twitter. We have the timeline for when he could pick his replacement. After three decades in the Senate, Dianne Feinstein is retiring. I talked to a political science professor about the end of an era in Washington. And we have sunny skies and a bit of a warm-up today after a chilly Valentine's Day yesterday. We're going to talk about a chance of showers returning into the forecast coming up. And we are keeping our eyes on the roadway as well, already tracking a busy ride at the Bay Bridge Toll Plaza. We'll have your travel times for this area, plus for super commuters making that trek over into the Altamont Pass. But first, a look at this morning's top stories. A candlelight vigil will be held tonight at The Rock, a landmark at Michigan State University. Students are shocked and mourning three classmates killed in Monday's mass shooting. Junior Ariel Anderson hoped to become a pediatrician. Sophomore Brian Frazier was president of his fraternity. And junior Alexandria Verner was a talented athlete. Michigan's leaders want this mass shooting to be a wake-up call for gun control. As parents, we tell our kids... It's going to be okay. We say that all the time. But the truth is, words are not good enough. Investigators say the shooter had no affiliation with the school, and police are still looking for a motive. They'll go live to East Lansing in our next half hour. A ransomware attack has sparked a local state of emergency in Oakland. City leaders say they have taken several systems offline to try to minimize the damage. The attack began last week, and the city is not revealing what's been hit. But says 911 emergency systems and financial data are not impacted. The city has not disclosed what the hackers are demanding. Elon Musk says he may be able to have a pick of his successor, at Twitter by the end of the year, while speaking virtually to a world government summit in Dubai, Musk said he's looking for the right person to, quote, stabilize the organization. Musk is stepping down as CEO based on the results of a poll last year that had the vast majority of users telling him to resign. It's not a total break with Twitter. He'll stay on to lead the company's software and service teams. That's a look at your top stories. All right, it's a cool start to the morning. Take a look at these frozen car windows. In a second, we're going to show them to you. Well, it is cold in Walnut Creek this morning. There's those cars I was telling you about. Frost advisories and freeze warnings are in place in several Bay Area counties. And some of the coldest areas will see temps dip into the 20s. But we have first look meteorologist Jessica Birch here to kind of set the record straight on this. And we do have frost okay. advisories and freeze warnings issued by the National Weather Service. But even Paul Hagen and I, we both kind of agree the National Weather Service does it as a warning, but we're not really hitting the 20s right now. I mean, overnight hours, <clears throat> excuse me, overnight hours only got mostly into the 30s and 40s, except for the friends up in the North Bay. I mean, Santa Rosa, yes, upper 20s right now it is a chilly start, but that frost advisory is only in certain pockets of our microclimates. I'm going to highlight that coming up in the full forecast. Current temperatures right now sitting in the upper 50s, lower 60s. Excuse me, daytime highs today are hitting the upper 50s, lower 60s, as we expect a beautiful 
beautiful sunny day ahead of us. Now I will say this just offshore taking a look at Futurecast heading into Thursday and Friday. Look at that system and how close it is to California. There was a chance of showers for our Friday forecast but it's starting to trend a lot drier as that system is parked just offshore. So like I said sunny skies this afternoon taking a close, closer look at this system. It'll continue to track just offshore bringing us a whole bunch of clouds in the forecast but by no means are we going to be seeing any rain as of now. So lots to talk about. We also have to talk about the wind that's been so breezy for the past couple days, definitely impacting that commute. But today, it's not nearly as bad as yesterday. That's good. They had uh, issued those wind advisories, you know, Caltrans and CHP, which is different mm -hmm. than what we get from the National Weather Service on our bridges, but not too bad today. Yeah. So that's good news. Okay, right. If you are getting ready to make the trek across one of our bridges right now, this is a live look at the Bay Bridge. You're not going to be moving very fast. It is a slow and go as you work your way towards the toll plaza. We've got a lot of brake lights already this morning heading towards that area, so give yourself some extra time there. Uh, definitely seeing our slowest approach coming off the east freeway and it stays crowded as you move your way across the upper deck. I checked in with CHP to see if maybe there was a crash or a stalled vehicle. Doesn't look like there's any incidents out there. It's just busy for your Wednesday morning drive. There is a crash westbound 80 right at Carlson Boulevard, so it's getting slow already as you head through Richmond. Senator Dianne Feinstein has announced she will not seek re-election in 2024. The announcement wasn't unexpected, though. Feinstein, who turns 90 in June, is the oldest member of Congress and the longest-serving female senator in U.S. history. Senator Feinstein's political career spans six decades. She has broken barriers on many fronts, and it all began here in the Bay Area. Feinstein first held elected office on the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco in 1969. Then, following the assassination of then-Mayor George Moscone and Supervisor Harvey Milk, Feinstein became the city's mayor and held the position for the next 10 years. In 1992, she won her bid for Senate and held on to the position ever since. The question now, who will replace her? Well, Congressman Adam Schiff and Congresswoman Katie Porter, both from Southern California, have announced their intentions to run. Oakland Congresswoman Barbara Lee has also expressed interest, but she hasn't officially announced. Now, this marks a big shift in California politics. Joining us live to sort through all of it is Dr. David McEwen. He is a political science professor at Sonoma State. Dr. McEwen, thanks for joining us this morning. Well, good morning. That's quite a lead in. Uh, she's had quite a career. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot to talk about it because her departure puts new focus on those prominent members of the House who didn't even wait for her announcement before declaring their intentions to fill her seat. So uh, those potential candidates, can you tell us a little bit about who you think has the best odds? Right. So if we look at this particular race, it has the potential to be the most expensive U.S. Senate race in American history. The reason for this is uh, obviously a lot of California voters you have got to go on air. And by, say, after the primary in March of next year, say the July-August time period, you're going to have to spend 4 to $5 million a week. That means you're going to have to raise a lot of money. So Katie Porter, the first out of the gate, she's going to have to uh, go out to a number of donors. But, but Adam Schiff, has about 40% of the California congressional delegation. He has Nancy Pelosi's endorsement. Uh, he's tr if he were to get Dianne Feinstein's endorsement, that would certainly cement his role as the front runner. And while we haven't seen Barbara Lee enter the race yet, she certainly retained some Democratic media firms to help her, uh, and she's kind of done a pre-release. Then you've got Ro Khanna in the background. But if you've got four or five or, say, six even Democrats on the ballot, that also gives Republicans an opening under the top two primary. But what you're seeing more fundamentally is you're seeing a, a real sea change here in California politics, a generational change in Democratic politics, and you're seeing this shift where people like the vice president, Kamala Harris, 
people like Gavin Newsom become absolutely front and center for the future of California and the Democratic Party. Right, and that actually leads to my next question because this is a race that a lot of us are going to be paying attention. Feinstein is considered a moderate by many, but both the party and the state have undergone a big shift since she was first elected three decades ago. So are there any Republicans who could potentially enter this race and have a chance realistically? Yeah, I mean, look, California has become uh, much more democratic over the last 10 to 20 years, as you mentioned there. But it's all the type of California Democrat and office holders become much more progressive. So Republicans are looking for a place kind of forward. They're going to have to look for some someone who is moderate, perhaps from Hollywood, a a woman, uh, someone who aligns with the California voter a bit more. You know, what you need to see is someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's too long in the tooth, if you will, uh, for this type of race. But Republicans, for to be relevant, would be looking for that type of candidate. But they haven't elected a statewide office holder since 2006. So they'll look at this race, but they're really going to look for how many Democrats and how many Democratic heavy hitters enter the race. That'll be something to watch. The primary is less than 400 days away, so it's not that far out for these folks to kind of get in the race and start raising money. Yeah, that is going to come a lot sooner than we think. But we've been talking about it. Feinstein is a political icon and has said, you know, she plans to serve out her term. But do you foresee any pressure being put on her to step aside sooner so then Governor Gavin Newsom can appoint a replacement? Yeah, excellent question. Look, if she were to resign, Gavin Newsom does get that replacement appointment, and he has to be on his own shortlist. He has to consider it because there's an opportunity here to be, uh, you know, front and center in the Senate for some time. Alex Padilla becomes the senior uh, senator from California. He's only 49 years old. And so if you look at someone like Gavin Newsom, who could potentially uh, appoint a replacement, he's talked about appointing uh, an African-American woman, but he's also going to look far and wide and consider it himself. And that really would be uh, an important moment because you probably don't get that moment uh, again. And Dianne Feinstein is someone who has been an icon, elected in that year of the woman. But what we saw this past midterm election, November 2022, were more women running for office than ever before. So this really is a moment of change. She symbolizes that. And also, Democratic heavyweights moving forward, like the governor, have to consider what their political future looks like as well. Yeah, exactly. A lot to be paying attention to. Of course, we're going to be staying on top of all of it. Dr. David McEwen, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much and good morning. Of course, and we are staying on top of Senator Feinstein's retirement and what it means for Congress. You can get more information on our website, kpix.com.